Welcome to Real Money Talks. Real strategies from the money makers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel Langmire. Hey, this is Laurel. Welcome back to Laurel's Real Money Talks, a podcast where we talk about money, how to make it, how to keep it, how to invest it, how to use a team. And I'm always bringing amazing interviews just to showcase the variety of ways that people can make money, invest money, do deals, anything money related we talk about here. If you have any questions at any time during the podcast or after as you're just kind of pondering things, Go to Ask Laurel, A-S-K-L-O-R-A-L, ask a question, make a request, and we will be right back with you. We answer that 24-7. So today I have uh, a new author. You will know him from TV. This is actually the real, real like PDF because I'm forwarding the book. I'm actually going to put myself in the book in a couple chapters because I have some stories about the five Ds we're going to talk about. So Riel's with us today. And um, tell us a little bit about how... How did you get here? Like you've been in TV, right? Daily, daily TV for what? 20 plus 27 years. years. 27 years. 27 years. So how did all in one show? So talk a little bit about that. A little, maybe a little history about how you got there, but how rare is it? Like Glenn Morshower is one of my best friends. He's all over this podcast. If you haven't seen our interviews, go look up Glenn, um, look up the Zigglers. I mean, I got some of the greatest interviews out here. Uh, but somebody for 27 years on TV, that's impressive. So well done. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And it, it's it's interesting, you know, Laurel, it goes back to, you know, I'm, I'm an only child from a small town, North Vancouver, BC. Uh, grew up on the other side of the tracks, if you will. And my mom yep. was, you know, working three, four jobs back then when she could take her son under the counter to the bank, you know, while she was doing that. Um, you know, and it, but it was like you say we had a we didn't have a lot when we think material. But what I did have a lot of in hindsight, I had a mother starting with some very specific things. I, of course, you and me know it is subliminal implantation, but that wasn't what she was doing. But that's what she was doing every yeah. night. She would whisper in my ear before she I went to bed. She said, don't dream tonight, son. Dream big. You know, that's what she would say every night. And then I had a stepdad that came in, taught me things like no such word as C-A-N-T, one more rep, you know, um, how do we do Love things, we do things with excellence, you know, why? Because it has our signature on it. So I dreamed big. I had a vision, you know, I wanted to get out of, I wanted to buy my mama a house and all of that. So it, 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 in terms of the acting, I remember, and it was the very first, two things happened really quickly. So um, I remember I was an extra on a show. It was uh, Harry Trade. No, it was um, Space Hunters 3D with Molly Ringwald and 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 Peter Strauss. That's who it was. Yeah, and I was an extra. I was this big crazy guy, and I'm sitting, you know, at the extra table, which is the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> and all the stars were over here. The producers are over there. It was, you know, it's, that's how it is. You know what I'm saying? And I was listening. They were talking about Hollywood, the red carpet, the big parties. Yep. Yep. You know, all that stuff. And I just blurted out, I'm going to go to Hollywood one day and become a successful actor and walk the red carpet. And I'll never forget, Laurel. They looked and they laughed at me. Like, uh -huh. literally. And one guy literally said, he said, you know what? First and foremost, less than 3% of SAG make a living. And there's no work for African-Americans. 
And I didn't say anything wrong, but I remember looking at him and so going, I mean, you like this. I bet you like it. Watch, watch this. Yeah. And, and I said, I'm going to be part of that 3%. And yeah. fast forward to now, you know, multiple Emmys I've won with shows. And, you know, I'm a successful actor. I've been on that one show 27 years, but I've been acting since I was 16. And uh, so that's kind of how it started. I love it. I love it. So, I mean, talk a little bit about, because this is a, a money-based show. I mean, I know actors who make a lot of money, but just like athletes, I always say entertainers and athletes, they either do it right and win big, or they do it completely wrong and lose it all. And in the sports world, because I've been doing a lot of NIL and just work, I'm even going to, you know, be working with the the coaches association again in January. And, you know, statistically 97% of the athletes below their money and that's mm -hmm. across all 27, you know, ish sports. So talk a little bit about what made you different as an actor, keeping the money. And then, I mean, we're going to get to your book in a minute, so don't mm -hmm. worry. Folks. We're going to get to some really great content, but I think it's interesting because most people think, you know, actors are really maybe extras or part-time. And then you are really working at the hotel busing or, you know, doing valet down the road is really how you're making money. So talk about the truth of how that all yeah, and happens. There's a lot of truth to that. And and I love that question. And I, I, I'm grateful for the opportunity because the reality is um, I, I, I had become a very successful actor. Um, uh, I've built two seven-figure businesses as an entrepreneur and a six-figure business. But just now at 60, Laurel, and I'll come back around, I'm just now figuring out how to keep it. I actually was one of those actors that you're talking about. I had it all and I lost it all, mm -hmm. uh, you know, um, and let's start there. You know, I was that guy that exactly like you're talking about. I came from nothing, as you heard. And then when all of a sudden I got this, you know, money coming in from nowhere. And I was like, I was the guy. I had a business manager. I had an agent. I had a publicist. I had a personal assistant. I had a guy to drive me around. I had a guy to work me out. I, I had all of I had a guy. I yeah, had a guy. I yeah, love that. that, that <laughs> and, and then when I wasn't working anymore, where were they? They were yeah. gone and, and and I was broke. And, you know, so the best thing that happened to me is I married my queen, who is the exact opposite of me, because I came from a world, Laurel, and I've got pictures. I'll, I'll share it with Steve. We can put it up. I've got a picture of me sitting on my stepdad's lap. And he always had lots of money and he's sitting there and you can see him in the picture. He's counting hundred dollar bills with me because my dad taught me this, Laurel. What's money for if it's not to spend? So that's what I did because I didn't know better. And when I got it, I really spent it. And, you know, and then that's why I just now start have a good credit because I just, none of those things I wasn't taught. So I love that you do what you do because we really need to learn this. And I'll shit now fast forward to an entrepreneur. How is it that, um, you know, I'm not going to say the name of the company, but I was part of a company when I built my first seven figure business. And, you know, you've got all these people who are living from paycheck to paycheck. They're broke. Now they're making 30, 40, 50, 60, 100K a month. Yep. And 70, I don't know, whatever, a couple of years ago, the company closes. And within months, my champion friends are out of their house. They're losing everything because they don't plan. So what you're teaching is so important, guys. I'm just saying and I don't take 60 years like me to figure it out. But now I do all that stuff. I plan. I, 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 I'm thinking about the future, not the moment. Most people live in the present. Yep. 
Yep. You know and then have an immediate, and then, you know, I hear from a lot of athletes because I've heard obviously interviewed more athletes than actors um, in the space that are really honestly talking about it is to your point, they never even learned to pay bills because the managers did it or somebody else did it. But the minute they're injured or just no longer the hottest, you know, whatever, um, you know, from Steve and my perspective, our company's perspective, marketing team's perspective is nobody builds a database. I mean, George Foreman, probably did it best. Somehow he got a database and I mean, he went from boxing to selling grills. I mean, there's a very few people who actually a few like Cindy Crawford was good at it. There's a, there's a few good business people in those spaces, but not a lot. A lot of them is just, you know, it's a big roller coaster. It's a big spike. So when, when, when did you, what did you have kind of your aha moment? Was it just like on the last run of being broke and you're like, okay, this has got to change. Or when did you finally say, I got to do this whole thing differently? Yeah, like, and like I said, it's not, it's not too far away, but it was just like, I just had that moment, Laura, where I was like, I'm 60 years old, man. And uh, at what time are you not going to be that fly rail? As flies even smarter than us. He's At least he just keeps bouncing in a different place to find a way out. You're doing the same thing over and over again. You're building seven figure businesses and then you, you have nothing. You know, and and it was what really hit me was I was being mentored by somebody um, in my relationship with my with my wife. Mm -hmm. And they said, well, do you know what the most important thing to a woman is? And uh, well, I don't know what's making me most. He said security. That's all she wants. She wants security. And she loves you. She supports you. But, dude, you're not giving her security. And I was like that's my queen, you know, and the reality is that I'm probably going to go before her, so I didn't have life insurance, I, I didn't have any of that stuff, Laura, I, and that, well, you know that you were going to do a little review, I know you have it now, but, you know, you don't have my team yet, so we're yeah, going to be, yeah. on that. no, yeah. so, 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 yeah, that really hit home for me, and then looking at my kids, I want to take, you know, yeah, my kids, I, I, you know, I want them, but wouldn't it be cool if we could really leave a legacy, that's the goal. Right. That's what all I teach is yeah. generational wealth. And yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So talk about this transition. You're, you're like, what inspired the book? I mean, 27 year actor. Um, you obviously have, you know, shifted a lot of things. I see, you know, in uh, your bio, I mean, you love doing a lot of things, but I just want to acknowledge, I mean, you're three years sober, uh, cancer survivor. I mean, you've, you've endured a few minutes of things, right. That you've gone through, like you get to it. So what's driven now the book, talk a little bit about the book. Yeah. Um, you know, it starts with wanting to give back, mm -hmm. you know, everybody's always asking me, how am I doing what I'm doing? How, how is this kid from a small town, North Vancouver, who ran barefoot till grade seven? My initial dream was to make the Olympics. I, I actually had him and I forgot him. Uh, I sent a picture, but, um, you know, and it's it's interesting. I was just sharing with a friend as I was getting ready for this. Um, for me, it's God-driven, okay? And I actually just said it the other day. I caught myself. I, I, I did a live and I said, oh my God, I've written 33 books um, since the first one, which is we're getting, it's going to a series of 33 books. And then in my quiet time the next morning, I went, wait a second. I didn't write 33 books. Yeah. 
God wrote 33 books. He downloaded You were just the vehicle. I know. Yeah. People say, how do you vehicle. keep producing content? And I said, it just keeps coming. But yeah. there's a huge key to that, like especially being a big, you know, and I don't know if you're going for the big, big. I think the first one, I don't think anybody should go for a big New York timer. But like when this one hit and then, you know, this one hit last year again, like these are tough books to get. But again, people say, how do you just keep getting content? And then here's here's my answer to most authors who wait and wait, and wait to, to be an author is the faster you give it, the more content you get, the more you keep giving it, the more downloads you're going to get. And you get a lot of downloads once you are free to give. Uh, yeah, God doesn't stop delivering downloads. It just keeps coming. I love that. Yeah. And it's true, man. He's like, dude, he's the greatest author, but he needs somebody to put it in pen for him. And you just got to be obedient. And and I said to my friend just this morning, Marl, I was like, you know, I haven't written a book for a while. And then I started to, can you relate to this one? I started like yeah. to try to push it and then nothing was coming. And I said, Ray, oh, come on, dude, stop. You just wrote 33 books. And when God got some more for you to say, he'll let you know, like, did you forget already who the author is? You're, yeah. you're just the writer, you know, um, yep. which I'm happy to do that. Yeah. And that's really where it came from. So no fear, no limits, no excuses, right? So talk about the distinctions because a lot of people could, you know, like when you and I first met and with Jordan, who thank you, Jordan, for introducing us. Um, he and I are partners in a cool, I think you're in a two send out cards yeah. company. We like, yeah, I just sent a bunch of gifts to people yesterday. Um, but I'm just going to say like, you're in a crowded space, right? I'm in a crowded space. Everybody thinks they're a money expert. Everybody talks about money. So my distinctions are getting to the nitty gritty. Like I'm going to teach you behaviorally, how do you live corporate life? So in yours, what are the distinctions between no fear, no limit, no excuses in your book and the five D's? What's going to put this, you know, I'm going to say up on the bookshelf and everybody's going to want to go grab a copy today, even though it's not out yet, yeah. but that's, Yeah. Yeah, no, um, and for not, it's, it really comes down to this, as as you know, um, in my opinion, ninety nine percent of success is enjoyed by one percent of the people, um, and 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 there's things in my book that I'm going to share for that, but it really starts, and I know you deal with the same thing when we talk about no fear, right? Fear is the number one way the enemy keeps us from, from achieving our goals, being who we were called to be, the victory. So I give people tools to be able to listen. I'm a fighter. And I love to fight with the devil. I love to fight with the enemy because, but he don't like to fight with me too much anymore because he loses. But I've yeah. said this before, it's weird, but I have massive respect for the enemy because he's relentless. He's all in. And, but, you know, so there's fear. Right now. Um, yeah, no excuses. Listen, it's mm -hmm. one of my, if I have a pet peeve, that would be it. Because I tell you, champions, your excuses are killing you. Yep. There's, you know, my dad taught me this and I talk about it in his book. My dad taught me this from a very young age. He said, son, I don't make excuses. I don't take them. Not even great ones, not even justified ones. And I can honestly tell you, um, you know, Laurel, at 60, I've yeah. never made an excuse. I've never made an excuse. And I give people the tools and and I challenge people. And I, I'm going to show you in that book. You, you know, you know how people you say, but you don't know about me, but oh, there's always know. a story and it's there's like, always a story. Story. yeah, you know, and so and then the five D's are, you know, talk about them. So discipline, you got discipline drive, dedication, determination and desire. Those and we talked, you're going to you're going to see champions 
that I've shown that they use those words the same. Laurel's actually in every chapter, yeah. you know, but you're going to see if you have those qualities and not just uh, let's be disciplined, you know, but what does that really what look like? What does that really mean? What like, does that really mean? Oh, I have desire. Well, yeah. Do you have desire to go get an ice cream cone or do you have desire to fight for your dreams and passion? You know, I have drive. Do you really, do you really like, do you like, you know, it's, it's like, as we do in this, this interview right now, Laurel, one of the, the things that uh, my bucket list, as I sit here at my real car solutions down here at Galpin Ford, I have only here four months. I've never done anything in a car business. As we sit right now, if the month was to end, I'm the number one salesperson. And, and, and how, do, how do you do that? You do that with these five Ds and the other books. And why? How do I know? When did I know I would be able to crush this car industry? When I sat in the training and my trainer said, there is, I'll never forget it. He said, there is huge opportunity here if you're not afraid of hard work. Oh, that's it. It's over. I got it. Because, you know, 99% of people won't do the hard work. Yep. So I say, put the big boy overalls on. I say overalls. Why? Because who wears overalls? Farmers, right? If you're not afraid of hard work, if you're not afraid to be all in, to be relentless, to be consistent. Do the reps. Get it done and use these the five Ds. You will be successful. End of conversation. So it's interesting when you say that, because like my favorite, let's have a little joke time here. So my favorite excuses, and I talk about it all the time when I teach, is uh, people say they want to, you know, teach their kids about money. They haven't even opened the book. It's still in the box. They want to be a millionaire, like, but they're spending, you know, ridiculous money. They don't invest any money. So my favorite excuses are, I don't have time. When we all have the same clock, we all have the same time. So that's an interesting one. Um, I'm not ready. That's my other favorite excuse. I'm not ready. If you're not ready, you're already spending money every day, 10 to 20 items a day. You're already consciously or unconsciously spending money, right? You're paying for your phone. You're paying to watch this on Zoom or however you're watching this. You're you're spending money every day. So you're not ready to learn anything smarter about continuing the behavior. My other favorite is, um, oh, here's my favorite. My spouse won't let me. Oh, because you're in prison. You're not in a marriage. Like you're in prison. That's cute. Like yeah. love and money have nothing to do with each other. The fact, people collapse love and money when they have absolutely nothing to do with each other is fascinating. So what are your favorite? Like those are my favorite ridiculous. Like when I hear those words even come out of somebody's mouth, it's like, oh God, we have so much work to do because the basics aren't even at the foundation for so many people. Like they just have lived. And I I call them um, inherited behaviors. Because where do the people get those, you know, I can't afford it. You can afford anything you want in your life. Like I had flew around a private plane for a decade and a half. Why? Because I turned to the company and said, we're going to make an extra 50,000 a month and we're going to go fly private. Not just me, us as a team, we're going to get on that private plane. That's how we're going to roll. So company, we got to make more money. So I don't buy any of that. I can't afford it. Like then go do something, make serve, serve other people's lives and somebody will pay you. So I could go on forever in the excuse land because it drives me crazy that people shortcut and really cut themselves completely out of their own life by using excuses to stay small and stay a lot like their parents that they complain about. Yeah, no, and you're 100 percent funny. Mine, I the last one, I never heard of that spouse, but the first two are absolutely, absolutely some of my favorites. Um, and you know, it's like that that one, I'm too busy. To to me, that's one of my biggest. Yeah. Is he doing what? Huh? Because it's like what Netflix originals every night. 
Yeah, exactly. And those are those are the people, right? And oh my gosh, I built with my nutrition business. It's like I know what you're talking about. Coach, it isn't working. How long is this gonna take? Right. That's another how long is this gonna take, right? Or it's not working. And then you go over to their house, they haven't even opened the nutrition. I said, that's have you put it in your mouth? <laughs> like my my favorite though would be how long is this gonna take? That's or, my, or I'm another one of mine. Does this come with a money back guarantee? That, oh, really? I'm like, let me tell you something. Do you come back? To, you should. Who you should be asking is if you come with a money back guarantee. Are you going to guarantee that you're going to get out of bed every day? Are you going to guarantee that you're going to do the work? Because if you're not, are you? Th that's who they should be asking if there's a money back guarantee. And like you said, I don't have enough money. Let me tell you something. So that's why you should be doing it. But that's just another excuse. Listen. I have personally, and I'm sure you have, I remember, I remember <laughs> when I walked away from a seven-figure business, and you know what that's like as a network marketer, now you're starting from zero, right? And yeah. I went from that to dollar store, buying hot dogs, cutting them into five, my wife saying, it's Friday, we have $5 till Monday, gas, food, whatever. And I'm, you know, if you find something that you're called to be passionate, just go with it. You know, it's like I did this live actually today. I was watching Criminal Minds. I was leaving the gym. The sniper was looking at, the, and he wasn't taking the shot because he was hesitating. And I was joking as I'm leaving. Well, I said, take the shot, take the shot, take the shot. And then as I walked out the door, I said, don't hesitate you're gonna miss it and i went god went boom and i went and i did a live on that when you have the opportunity take the shot because yeah. if you, you hesitate and you use these excuses like and like i'm not ready okay so when stay are you broke. ready and stay broke and stop complaining is what i uh, tell them yeah it's like when when are you ready when yeah. are you ready to have a baby when are yeah. you ready to get i'm not gonna get married till i'm ready yeah. I'm not going to write a book till I'm ready. I'm not going to like, you know, it's like. I got to, I got to go into the guarantee one because I use the same thing. It's so funny. People say, well, you do you guarantee if I pay you, blah, 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 you're going to make me a millionaire. I said, I'm not going to make you a millionaire. You're going to make yourself a millionaire. I'm going to guide, facilitate, educate. You're going to do the work. Um, and then they'll say, again, is there a money back guarantee? And I said, I'll guarantee what I'm going to do for you, but I can't guarantee you're going to get out of bed because I guarantee what I can do in one day. You don't do in one week. Like it takes you a week to probably do what I roll through and what and my team because we're so efficient. Well, that's one of our jokes is what what we do in a week in this company is what most companies do in a month. I mean, we are efficient. We are not busy. We are extremely like holding the right balls and moving them. So yeah, all these excuses are hysterical. So tell me a little bit about how you get the book. Um the, 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 you're doing a pre-order, which I'm, that's all I ever do. You know, my pre-sold 13,000 of these before it came out. I pre-sold 20,000 of the other ones and 55,000 of the Yes Energy. So huge fan of pre-orders. Why? Because he needs the runway for all you amazing people. And I'm going to add a bunch of bonuses and he'll give you a bunch of goodies. So talk about the book and its launch and when and yeah, we're going, we're going to launch it January 31st on my birthday. Actually, that was your suggestion. Actually, I'm excited about that. And that's going to be the first of the series. We are going to have some great, uh, 
you know, gifts for you from Laurel and some other amazing champions. We've got, you know, Jordan Adler. We got Kim, 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 Kimberly Olsen's putting some awesome. stuff in there. So it's going to be great, but you can get it. Go to www.rails new book and you can get on my VIP list and, and be the first to get it. And we'll let you know when it's coming out. Um, you can follow me on my social media at rail Andrews. That's my Instagram and all my social media is pretty much rail Andrews. Well, I'm mainly on Instagram and, and Facebook book but yeah okay awesome so when i get the book and i read it right because and, and i'm still contributing to it so you'll have all my contribution by this weekend but if i'm out there thinking why should i get it give them a couple reasons what are they going to learn what's going to be distinction of saying well i know those five d's because that's what people could say well i know discipline i know dedication i know desire i know determination i know drive what would you say to them when they say i know it okay well the first thing i would do is ask them this question so if, where are you in your life right now? Are you where you need to be? Are you at the success level you have? Have you built two seven figure businesses? Have you, you know, what, are, are you sitting at home still doing the uh, one day? Are you still talking about what if? Because obviously you don't know the five Ds. Because if you know the five Ds, like I know the five Ds and I'm going to share with you, you will be have building a seven-figure business. You will be getting the success you deserve. You will be walking into your power and being everything you will be. You will be winning battles against the enemy. You will be beating your fears, you know? Um, and, and you know what? If you are doing all of that, well, God bless you. And I'm excited. I'd love to hear you. Both me and Laura would love to have you on our podcast because yeah. maybe you don't need the book. But if you're not achieving everything you want to and not being everything you're called to, you need this book. Well, and I would say, even if you can get one, two, three new distinctions or lessons, like I was listening to somebody else's podcast the other day, and we're actually created a new merchandise line, which is kind of fun. But one of the the new lines that I'm going to spin it a little is uh, because I always say you need to model, you need a mentor, right? So you imitate before you innovate. And I thought, so that's actually going to become a t-shirt because most people don't want to spend the time in the image, like the imitation, meaning mentor, guide, follow, model someone else's success, then go for it. But the amount of struggling that I see people just, oh, I'm going to do it myself. Like when people say I'm going to do it myself or they're a sole proprietor and they're like a one man band or one woman band, I'm like, why do you choose to suffer? Like, I don't do any of this alone. I don't believe anybody's self-made. We're team-made. And uh, all of you that are out there, it's just ridiculous that you choose to suffer. So stop it. <laughs> stop yeah, it. Stop no, it. I, I agree. I just do a little shot for social media. I, well, I agree uh, 100%. It's like I am a big, big advocate of coaches. I, listen, I'm a fitness yeah. professional. I built four of my own gyms. I have a coach that trains me in fitness. I, you know, I'm, I'm, Laurel's going to be my financial coach. I have a coach for, for social media. I have a coach for, you know, speaking, I mean, these people, it's like, you said something very early in this podcast and I heard it loud and clear. That's the difference. You, most of you probably missed it. Invest in yourself. Yeah. People won't invest in yourself. You want to be, and I promise you success leads to, they asked us the other day in, in our weekly sales meeting. They said, what do you what do you do to improve yourself to be better? And people gave all these kind of answers. Some of them were okay. But I'm sitting there listening to them and I and they asked me, I said, you know what? Success leaves trails. 
I look around this dealership and I see who are the most successful people. I watch them like a hawk. I go talk to them. I ask them if they'd give me their number one tip, what I shouldn't do, what I should do, what for success. I surround myself with people like Laurel. I'm very, very intentional of who I spend my time with, my sacred circle, my inner circle, what I'm putting in my head. I'm not listening to no music with F words and N words and this and B and that. Dude, if I'm going to put something in this, because it all starts with our mindset. So yeah, you need to, it's, it's to me, Laurel, it's all about that. You need to invest in yourself. You need to listen to great podcasts. You need to surround yourself with people like yourself. Awesome. It's been great that you are here and we'll have you back when the book is out and uh, under the, under the gun, meaning run, run, run. And, uh, we're going to plan it. I think we should plan another one right around the launch of your birthday and have a birthday party here on our podcast for you. On yes, that. let's do it. And we're going to have you coming up on my podcast. So I'm excited too. So take care. Absolutely. Thank you all. And again, uh, where do they get the book? They go to www.railsnewbook.com. Perfect. And again, if you have any questions at any time for me or any of uh, the money or business things we talk about, go to asklaurel.com, A-S-K-L-O-R-A-L, and ask a question, make a request. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmire, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, the street tv fox news and the view want to learn more about off wall street investing tax strategies and multi-million dollar business strategies visit liveoutloud.com podcast for past episodes show notes and resources for some special wealth building gifts only for laurel's podcast listeners visit liveoutloud.com podcast gifts do you have a burning question for laurel Visit asklaurel.com to submit your question, and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week.